Hello. Hello. You are listening to Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. My name is Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Driscoll. And this is a podcast where we tell each other true scary stories. Um... Damn it, I need to come up with a second sentence that really well, rounds it While highly caffeinated. <laughs> and we are highly caffeinated. Um, it is, though, but I feel like it's good because it's giving me like a good like NPR voice. It feels I'm still sultry. partially sick, so I apologize for my voice again. Yeah. It just, it's the, whatever's going around lately, it comes in like rounds, and I'm on round three. I literally have not had the cold in like five years. Well, that's, hey, good for you. I also woke up the other the other morning with a terrible pain in my foot, like the left foot, the outside left, and it hasn't gone away. It's been like four days, and it's hard to walk sometimes. The little girl I babysit was really hardcore dancing to some music I put on, and she fell on the side of her foot, and she's been complaining about it for like three days straight. And yesterday we had to, we were going coming back from grocery shopping, and I was like carrying these really heavy bags and my backpack up a four f- flight stair walk up to her apartment, and she wasn't carrying anything, and she was just like, "My foot hurts," and I was like, <laughs> and I literally had me. to be like, "It is not." a nice thing to complain about something when someone else near you is going through much worse and then I, <laughs> so then i like was like this is a teaching moment and i then never I, learned that lesson <laughs> yeah so i decided to make that part a lesson i was like Thank i know you, that Katie. you're seven and you know that's but like I'm a big deal to some people real problems here kid. yeah but i Rent. you know you're not carrying any loads okay mm-hmm. 200 years ago you would have been considered a small adult. Yeah, you so. would have had kids by now. <laughs> no, she wouldn't have. So she I would have been married off. I wanted to. She would have been covered in soot in a factory. Oh, so true. She is young. I think she can tolerate a little bit of foot pain. <laughs> anyway, if her parents are listening, I love you guys and I'm having a great time. Um, and uh, okay, so I wanted to do this. What's the last thing on your search history? Go to your... Your go to the internet thing okay. and just press it and see what's the most recent thing that pops up. Oh, how to clean a cast iron skillet. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you'd get something interesting, didn't you? I think that is interesting. <laughs> and I was um I had a bad day yesterday, and it, uh, school started, and I worked, and my feet hurt, and I'm sick, and I'm I got my period, so it's just a whole bunch of shit. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to cook myself an unhealthy meal. I'm going to watch a lot of Simpsons and I'm going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. And I made this like cheesy turkey poblano. I roasted some poblano peppers, like a noodle bake in my cast iron. Wow. <clears throat> and I wanted to make sure I, I cleaned it out right. And it's you use olive oil, don't you? Yeah. You're supposed to like, because it had like milk and stuff. I made the, the cheesy sauce like a roux mm-hmm. in it. So it had milk crust on the side. So mm-hmm. you have to scrub it with water. And then it says if it's really bad, make a paste with some water and salt. But it wasn't. I didn't have to do that. So and then you wash it with just water and then put the olive oil and put it somewhere warmish. God. So I put it back in the oven. That is such a high <clears throat> maintenance It dish. is. And I don't know how sanitary it is. I love it. Yeah, so, I'm a fan. <laughs> so the last thing in my search history is good, healthy breakfast <clears throat> that isn't oatmeal. Because 
I, at first I had typed in healthy breakfast and then everyone was just like, oh. oats are the greatest thing in the fucking universe. Everyone should eat oats for every meal. And guess mm-hmm. what? I fucking hate oatmeal. It's literal porridge. It's hard to like. And I just think it's the worst thing ever. I mean, it's just the worst. I'll, and Yeah. I can eat some with blueberries every now and then, but eh. It's like an occasional thing. Yeah, it is not an every morning thing. Hell. I would stop eating. No. Altogether. Yeah. And that's basically what I was faced with. So I literally <laughs> had to specify, do not recommend me oatmeal. Because that seems to be everyone's idea of the perfect morning. It's not mine. I think it's gruel. And I don't like so it. So what did you find? Um, Nothing really. I just had to free ball it. <laughs> you can make an acai bowl. Fuck that. I paid $9 for some bullshit acai bowl. Yeah, they, coffee they're shop expensive. The other day. It's just smoothie in a least convenient In a receptacle. less, just like with a spoon. Yeah. Here, instead of sipping it and making this go by faster, spoon this drink into your face. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Um, tell me a scary story. All right. I just wanted to know your search history because there's a podcast that I listen to where every guest they have, they ask them, what's their last search history? What does it say about them? And I thought that it would be fun to know yours. And oh, I don't have, um, sorry, th- that got me thinking. This isn't paranormal news, but it's kind of spooky news. And I hadn't, I didn't know about this, so I want to see if you knew about it. Okay. I was at Big Star. You what know is Big that? Star, right? That's the bar. Um, kind of near our house that that one time we were at your house your brother wanted us to go with him okay and my dad's friend owns it okay so we were we were there and we were talking about stuff and i i told my dad's friend that i have a podcast and he was super proud of me and he was telling everyone about it and this guy was like oh you should talk about this in the podcast and i looked it up and there's no like paranormal stuff with it but there was this guy in in the heights in the houston heights in the 70s called the candy man oh yeah I hadn't heard about it. He yeah. killed like over 30 kids. Yeah. They just stopped keeping track because it made the police look bad. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah, I know. Torture. I know, ah. I know all about the Candyman killer. Um, no one told me. <laughs> well, it's on a lot of uh, true crime podcasts. Like last podcast on the left, I think has covered it. Uh, My Favorite Murder has covered it. And it happened whenever the Heights, an area where Morgan and I live very near, was like real bad part of town. And oh. so this guy just lured uh, men and basically brought him them to his basically torture chamber. It was fucking terrible and horrible. And yeah, H-Town reppin' hold it down. H-Town hold it down. That's Wait, us. say it. <laughs> I love when you say it. That's so great. Well, I was talking about it with Ian yesterday because I like mumbled it into his chest because I was sleepy. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but I was just like, H-Town. How did I? And he was like, I love that you just don't pronounce any of the, like, <laughs> it's just like you don't pronounce any of the consonants, practically. Mm-hmm. It's how we do. It's a Houston thing. It's a Houston thing you wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me right. a scary story that isn't just a murder although i'm sure the area Damn. where that happened has probably got some real bad juju yeah. around up i don't know if shit. i figure someone's looked into it but i couldn't find any research on that because that's what i wanted we and could then they kept do... showing me pictures which was disgusting we could go to the heights yeah. and like recreate <gasps> the path of the candy man we could if we, we could just wanted to spend ghosts. a pleasant afternoon <laughs> 
recreating like the worst moments of a bunch anyway. of young men's lives. No. Oh. Sounds like <laughs> a dream to me. Sounds like camp. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you the story of Anita and her <laughs> family. <laughs> <laughs> no, make it stop. Okay. So Anita and her family moved into their new house in 2006. Wait, first, where did you get this story? Paranormal Survivor. Okay, cool. Credited. Make it. sure those so amazing fun. people get the credit for the fantastically broken I, stories that they give us. And she, she's a broken woman. Good. The Sorry. Uh, uh, and, okay, so it starts with this little boy, Billy. And as the story proceeds, he's not as big of a part of the story, and they don't acknowledge that. So I, I'd like to have everyone keep Billy on their mind to see where he plays into the final part of the story. Because she doesn't even consider it. So, her daughter met a little boy, Billy, when they moved into the new house. And he keeps asking where his parents are, and he points to the house across the street from theirs, because he meets her in front of her house. And she doesn't know anyone in the neighborhood. She doesn't know who his parents are. She's like, I don't know, dude. I can't help you out. <clears throat> so eventually, Anita gets to know the other parents in the neighborhood. And she's talking about Billy. She's like, there's this kid who seems kind of lost. And he talks to my daughter a lot. And they look kind of freaked out. And they say that Billy, his parents used to live across the street from them. And that their house that Anita lives in was the bus stop house. And one day he got hit by the bus and died. And so he kind of frequents that area looking for his parents. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. And they showed Anita a picture of Billy and she showed it to her daughter. And she was like, yeah, that's Billy. That's the guy I see all the time. And the reenactment, he was like when we were in seventh grade. So er, mid 2000s, 2000. Mm-hmm. Eight, maybe mm-hmm. he had like the skater boy long hair oh, he God. was skating <clears throat> he was hardcore so i guess this didn't happen that long ago yeah it must not have so anita started seeing him looking into their window <gasps> at night just <gasps> staring at her <gasps> billy no i don't know why billy had to be creepy those aren't your parents they're over there <sighs> and um Neighbors told her that they had seen Billy run into Anita's basement Uh. several times. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) all right. So, um, now some activity is starting to happen. They came home one day. It was all of them. I think she has one daughter and a husband. And all of the cabinets in their kitchen, and their kitchen is huge, so there's a lot of cabinets. They were all open. Mm -hmm. They hadn't done that, because that's weird. And, um, for some reason, they decided they'd take off their shoes before they started closing them all. What? I don't know why. They were like, we sat down to take off our shoes, and then by the time we had taken what? one shoe off or before we could finish, what? all the cabinet doors were closed, and we didn't hear anything. What? Why? I don't know. Anita. <sighs> Anita. Okay, so here's maybe, <sighs> here's my theory. Okay, okay. On the shoe removal. I think they probably came home from outside when they noticed it, and then they were like, they're maybe they're like a no shoe household. So they were like, oh my God, I gotta untie my shoe and then handle this. So I think, like, I think the shoe removal is part of the entering the house uh, 
thing, the ritual. If not, then maybe just their kitchen is a no-shoe area, and even paranormal activity would not get them to <laughs> Which is weird. wear shoes in the kitchen. Maybe it's just really nice tile. Maybe. Okay. Like well, <laughs> well, that's that's my. I thought that was notable because that's for me. It's odd. I like being barefoot, but I would have. I hate cabinet doors being open more than that. So, <laughs> but <laughs> she assumed it was Billy and wasn't too freaked out. But this is the first time stuff had been happening in their house. So now Anita is getting anxiety, kind of dreams. Mm-hmm. She's she's sleeping in her bed and she feels like. She's in a terrible nightmare, and the house is on fire, and someone's shaking to wake her up so she can take care of this. Like, Mm -hmm. she's in a nightmare, waking up to another nightmare. And she said, it felt like the life was being choked out of her when she was being shaken awake, but she would wake up and nothing was there every Mm -hmm. single time. And this happened for two months. God. There was never anything there. Yeah. Terrifying. So one night, it was late at night, she got a call that her mother had died. And she hadn't talked to this woman in eight years, so estranged mother, and her mother had died in a house fire, and she knew her mother, she knew she was a drug addict, and that she was smoking a cigarette, and she caught the house on fire. She just knew that's how it happened. Uh-huh. And so she asked, hey, when's the funeral going to be? Because I'll probably go because it's my mother. And they said, oh, it, it already happened. Your mom died two months ago. Fuck. So I don't know why they decided to call two months later at nighttime to tell her the news that her mother had passed. Well, it sounds like everybody forgot. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> we have to tell her. Yeah. So also, the last time she spoke to her eight years ago, they got in a fight. And her mom said that when she died, she was going to haunt Anita. Mm. And that's exactly what she's done. If you match up the time frames, she started getting night tears two months ago, and her mom died two months ago. Oh, fuck. So it seems like she got right down to business and possibly started messing with her. How can you miss the point of living to such an extent? Yeah. She seems like a very angry woman. As to want to cause more pain and suffering Mm -hmm. after you die. And this is your kid. Like, do it for a little bit. Just spook her if you're really that angry and then stop. Don't hurt her this much. And she's she's gonna get worse. Her mother. Uh, her mom is evil. Her mom's definitely evil. I, I, I guess I don't blame her for not talking to her for eight years. She seems like a handful. So she... <laughs> a handful. She seems like a piece of work. <laughs> so she moves to the couch thinking that it will stop, that maybe it's the bedroom that's the source of the energy. But no, it's her mom. She's everywhere. She's still doing it while she's on the couch. But she chooses to stay asleep on the couch. It makes her feel slightly safer. I don't It doesn't help, but, you know. I guess it's her trying. Okay. Go, Anita. <laughs> so one morning she was putting on makeup. She was in the bathroom. The door was closed. And the light started flashing on and off. And she saw the shadow of someone standing outside the door. Like, she saw the legs and the feet. And she tried to get out of the room. Which I would try to stay in it, probably, if I saw someone was right at the door. (laughs) Thinking about it now. (laughs) Just occurred to me. 
But she was trying to get out because the lights were flickering on and off, and I'm sure that was spooky as hell. And the door was... It felt like it was being held shut by the person behind it. Mm -hmm. And then she heard a cackle like a witch. Oh, come on. It didn't sound human. It sounded like a witch. Come on, mom. Get a fucking grip. (laughs) Get a motherfucking She should have been like, God damn it, mom. Come on. You cackling bitch. Grow up. (laughs) What the fuck? Fuck off with that shit. That's so obnoxious. Yeah, it's. (laughs) Oh, God. It's some passion. I mean, shit. She is a handful. <laughs> I mean, you guys really have to understand how motherfucking extra that shit is. Yeah, witch that's... cackling. Which God, I don't know why that makes me so flashing. mad. But that's just it's... so unnecessary. She's being so petty. She's like, petty, I'll show her. Betty, get a grip. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Petty Betty, get a grip. <laughs> get a life, <laughs> then get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I keep putting my foot on this. So, um, now the attacks start getting more personal and dangerous because she wants to take it to the next level. This is her craft. There you go. Okay. Maybe her mom is a witch. An evil witch. I think she's just a druggie. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe both. Hey. Hey, yo. So, during the day randomly, the gas stove... Like, all the, the knobs will just turn on. So the gas stove will just be on. And the oh, house will fill with gas. Oh, God. And it seems like the house hasn't completely caught fire yet. So Anita is obviously at home often. You have you couldn't work if this is your life. If your mother's doing this 24-7, you have to have someone at the house at all times. Or get an electric stove. That's just not sustainable. Like, why wouldn't she, like, it's turn not. off the pilot, l- flit, whatever? I don't know how to, any of that works. But, like, yeah. turn off the source of the gas. Unplug if you're the kitchen. Wor- unplug the kitchen. <laughs> take your shoes off. Head to the kitchen. Unplug it. Yes. Because I, yes. you just can't fucking function with that much no. low-grade anxiety on you all the time. <laughs> we would not. I'm living proof. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anxiety. Delicious. <laughs> it's like a delicious little puppy is gnawing at your ankle all the time. Except for in this case, that puppy is also on fire. <laughs> and in your mind. <laughs> and it's your mom. <laughs> oh God. So So the the gas stove is lighting. Jesus Christ. And the next progression is things will catch fire that have no source of fire. So they'll just be in the living room and the rug will go poof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That wasn't funny. But that is very funny to me for some reason. It is. Just like having to be like, bird stamp it out. Yeah. It's like, God damn it, mom. Like, I don't That's know how. Just the most unsustainable ridiculousness. Yeah, and this woman is so mean and angry that she died and immediately knew how to do all this stuff. Yeah, really. I She's feel like skilled. spirits usually like kind of build up to yeah being able to show off their fun skills, but she's just she like the, pow, the sleep pow, stuff. pow. Yeah. Everything's on fire. Damn, yeah. bitch. And- and keep in mind, so at this point, we're not going to hear about Billy anymore. What happened to Billy? Where's Billy? I, I don't. 
I guess he was just like a diversion. A very sad diversion. He thought it was going to be his story. Damn. He was wrong. She's she's ruining several kids' lives. Mm-hmm. After lives. <laughs> lives. So she talked to... Anita talked to her grandmother about her mother. And apparently when the mother was a child, she was a pyromaniac. Oh, great. Which makes sense. Not only did she die in a fire, that's why... She's very prone to fire. She just loves her some fire. Okay. So she called Dale, a paranormal investigator, to help. And he said this is the most interesting tale, or case, tale, interesting case that he ever had. And it looked like it was the most interesting anything that's ever happened to him. <laughs> he was this a very is the dull, most bald man. interesting tale I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, God. So they look for EVPs in her bedroom, because that seems to be one of the more hot spots in the Uh house. And they have the team around the bed, and they ask if they had died in a fire, whoever's there. And then a few seconds later, everyone heard a female cry, and they picked it up in person and on the recorders. Mm -hmm. Like a moan? Like a... (laughs) Oh! Oh! Yeah. Anita! Her mom! It's her mom being a bastard again! Get a grip, Anita. That's scary. And then they said, is that you? And they heard the same cry and picked up the same cry on the EVP. Okay. I don't know why she's not saying anything. I'd be like, you know why I'm here? My ungrateful, no good daughter. (laughs) I think it's harder to talk than to set things ablaze. I I don't know. Maybe she just has a knack for the fire and like she's not... She all she can get out is just like a guttural hate scream. That's fair. Same. Sometimes same. <laughs> <laughs> and Anita was there while this was happening, and she recognized the cry as her mother's voice. Oh, that's my mama's hate that's, scream. Oh. <laughs> I know that voice all too I well. I know it anywhere. <laughs> so, so obviously she's still alive, which. She's not alive. Her presence is there. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... She's more in her life than she's ever been, probably, in the past eight years. (laughs) She's taking more of an active interest in my life than she ever, ever has. And it's awful. And it's horrible. (laughs) It is a danger to me bodily. (laughs) So they use Anita the next time as bait for some EVPs. Oh, gotta love paranormal investigators. Yeah, it sounds mean, but, like, she was gonna spook her anyway. I guess that's fair. (laughs) So they put her in the bedroom, alone, and they're downstairs, and they get EVPs of footprints and- er, footsteps and bumps kind of coming towards her in the bedroom. Okay. Just kind of all around her, but I don't think- there were no voices. And they had a- her daughter's room, they had a camera in her daughter's room, and it's- kind of normal sometimes for the cameras on the tripods to like fall down uh-huh. like naturally uh-huh. and this one fell down and they were like okay that's fine it came loose it kind of fell down but then it defied gravity and put itself back in place <gasps> like it went back up that at all i don't either that gave me chills uh, yeah i that's 
I'm trying to figure out what, how Billy plays into all of this, and I don't think he has access to the inside of the house. I think he's just around and trying to get in the basement. So that's definitely Anita's mom, and she's being real creepy. Or she's aiding their investigation because the tripod Ooh. lowered itself and she fixed it. Oh, yeah. She's like, hey, I like to imagine that she's looking at it and she's like, <laughs> she accidentally. Fa- oh, fuck. It's just like, oh, oh, and she's right there. But Here we, we go. Can't see her. Yeah, let's go. She's like talking into it. <sighs> or <laughs> she's like, screams. I'm about to do some real fucking shit right here. Y'all want to see this? Oh, true. Ugh. Ugh. I don't like that. I don't like that. Nope. So <laughs> they were all downstairs. Anita had joined them downstairs. And they all at the same time heard a bunch of people running upstairs down the hallway from the bathroom. Uh, okay. Which I don't understand what that, what's going on there. There should be several people. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they never picked up EVPs of other people's voices. I don't know if if her mom was just trying to be really spooky. I don't know. I mean, that feels in line with how her mom tends yeah. to like to portray herself. Terrifying and yes. many-legged. <laughs> oh my god, and then she reveals herself and it's her with like ten feet. Yeah, just like what we were talking about last episode about like people changing their forms after when they're spirits and maybe she made a deal with the devil to be a caterpillar person. Oh. <laughs> god. Oh, I don't like it. I wouldn't put a it past A caterpillar person and her feet are on fire. And that's how she set shit on fire. She just steps on it. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Sorry I created the image. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, thank God it's not time to go to bed because I don't think I'd be able to sleep. Hell yeah. That'd be in my anxiety dreams. Nice. It probably still will be. So, <laughs> Dale... Dale's only advice is to be assertive uh, uh. and say, Mother, you are not welcome in this house. You need to stop what you're doing. If you're going to stay here, don't set fires. Set boundaries. Be assertive, oh, Anita. God. Set so boundaries. Anita, in her final interview, says she's working on it. And she tried a few nights to be assertive. And he said, you stay in your bedroom, that is your space. He's like Caesar Milan with the dogs. No, 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 you set the boundaries. Nip it in the neck. Gotta go. No, mom, no. So she's working on it for a few nights, but then she gives up and goes back to the couch. She's not fit to own a ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah, and her fear made it worse. It's just building fear, and her mom's feeding off of that, and it seems like her mom's not stopping anytime soon. And she said she continues to live in fear to this day, and that she's afraid that her mother will be too angry with her and make it worse if she tries to cleanse the house. She said if I get a priest, sage, a medium, anything to help it stops, she, it won't work and she'll get too mad and it'll get worse, so she won't cleanse the house. How does she know that? She doesn't! She's... <sighs> yeah. So that's where she stands today, unless she changed her mind after the show. 
She's just living in constant fear. With her mother. She had enough get up and go to respond to a casting call for people that had paranormal stories Mm -hmm. to set up a time for them to come, does her makeup, gets her story straight, signs releases, all this shit. And she is still fucking living in fear that her mom is just going to terrorize her if she tries to get her out. That is not a winner's attitude. (laughs) I don't know how her family is living in this house. It's going to... It's going to tear them apart. That's what the mom wants. I feel bad for this woman because it feels Mm -hmm. as if she... (sighs) It's like she's trapped in an abusive relationship, which might have been what she had, and she's too afraid to change it. But it's like, girl... You have the power now. You're yeah. alive. Yeah, she's you not. Have the tools mm-hmm. to the get a priest in, get a get a, a medium in. If you're afraid one thing won't work, try everything at once. Be- <laughs> in <laughs> one corner <laughs> we have a Catholic priest. In the other we've got a spiritual healer with sage. <laughs> Bring out the shaman. (laughs) Do you smell what the shaman's cooking? (laughs) It's sage. (laughs) Shit, man. That's fucked up. Because it's like. Yeah, I watched it and. What an ending. And it's instead of trying. She's just, like, resigned herself to this Mm -hmm. awful life. It's like when someone says, if you don't change your diet, you're going to have a heart attack. And they're like, well, you know, my mom had a heart attack and my dad had a heart attack and we've all had heart diseases as long as it goes down. So there's nothing I can do. And if I try to do anything, you know, it'll just make my life worse or whatever. And it's like, no, you have the fucking power. Yeah, you can help yourself. You have the power to overcome. The power of you. (sighs) God. Yeah. I I wish I I had a happier ending. Yeah. I don't want to be like victim blamey, but it's like, girl, you can solve this. I feel like her paranormal investigator should have maybe helped her out a bit more, like given her some names of other people to talk to. Maybe she should see a therapist. Some. Okay, definitely. Number one, definitely. Everyone should. Everyone. Yes. But also (laughs) people that have uh, abusive, uh, toxic parents, especially. In the afterlife. And especially if they continue (laughs) to unfortunately affect your life. That sucks. Um, And. uh, Oh, this is frustrating. Yeah, I'm a fixer. I'm a doer. So when I hear that someone's just like letting something ride, I'm like, no, we got to fucking handle this. We got to pull back our sleeves and one Sunday afternoon, just tackle it after we clean out the garage. Like we got to take our shoes off. Take your get those shoes right off. Mm -hmm. Get your feet nice and aired out. (laughs) And that is when it's good time to to clear the house. Fucking fuck. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I feel horrible for her. Mm. Like, I also am very angry at her. Well, maybe she thinks that she deserves this. That's so sad, because I feel like that's how her mom 
has abused her and conditioned her to feel exactly but she had enough get up she had enough get up and go during her life to cut her mom out of her life Mm -hmm. so it's like girl you got to do that one more time cut her right out of your her fucking death out of your life again it seems like her mother probably had problems with other people if she was this aggressively angry of a person Maybe she'll move on and haunt someone else for a while. She needs to go back to hell. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. She, if yeah. we can get literal fucking demons out of people and places, we can get fucking Anita out of your space. Mm-hmm. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Get yourself a priest. <laughs> an old priest and a new priest. <laughs> an old priest, new priest, black bag. No, they probably... Well, maybe... I Just some holy yeah. water and a Bible. A little tote. Honestly, just a tote. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they can fucking handle this shit. And, well, no. Okay, so maybe it wouldn't technically be an exorcism. But you can definitely it's get a priest in to right. at least bless the house. But, yeah. like, it seems like someone with that much just, like, hell bent... <laughs> pun intended. <Ha>. On, <laughs> on creating discord... It's like, that's literally hell-ish. Like, you yeah, might it's... be more comfortable around others of your kind. <laughs> but there's already fire everywhere. Her services aren't needed. <laughs> <laughs> I went to hell, and I didn't feel special. <laughs> I didn't feel wanted. I didn't feel... requested. I thought I was cool, because I was a pyromaniac, and then they were like, oh, big deal. We've got a waterfall of flames. Yeah. Right past the front condos. <laughs> Townhomes, ah! <laughs> Have you seen the Onion article that was like hell, like a thriving gay community? Like, and then no. it showed just like a, a like a great neighborhood with people walking around <laughs> and then just like flames in the background. Oh my god, I love the Onion. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Did you read that one I sent you? It was a... Um... A quiz. Their quizzes are so long, but they are so worth it. It was like, can you be the next cannibal? No, the carnivorous lobster man, mayor of Maine. Oh. Like, you are turned, you're a science experiment by the people of Maine. You are a lobster man that eats humans. Can you be the governor? (laughs) And I did it. (laughs) And like, all the speaking options are eat their leg. Or, I think we should talk about taxes. <laughs> it was so good. Wow. How could the onion encapsulate what it means to be a Mainer so well? It it mentioned Stephen King. It mentioned <laughs> Augusta. It mentioned all the things I know about Maine. <laughs> it did it. It did it. So that's our scary story. That's our scary, our frustrating I, I think also they should do something about Billy so he can move on. Yeah, really. It's, it's not like, fair. okay, so you can't they all know he's there. bless your house. Chill, fine. Deal if you're just going to sit yeah. in this hell, great. I hope it sure. doesn't catch fire. Guess what? It does all the time, apparently. <laughs> but if uh, just like fucking get somebody in to handle this poor kid that's looking for his parents. Shit, you know? Yeah. And then like- maybe... When that medium is done with that, they can mosey on over to your place and just... Just send Anita away for the weekend. She won't know what's happening. (gasps) Yes. That's that's a good idea. She'll come home. Her house is like trashed and hippie shit. (laughs) There's like all kinds of chakra stones everywhere. Yeah, the toilet is like clogged with sage. (laughs) 
It's like smoky, hazy in there. <laughs> just like all the incense sticks burning. It's nasty. It's been like, like Freebird for three days. Passed out on the couch. Yeah. And then it turns <laughs> into a there. music festival. Hey. Spook. <laughs> Still less scary than her mom. God, God her witch cat. You know her mom would be angry about that. Yeah, her mom's. <sighs> I'm also angry at the investigators because. I think a lot of investigators have almost like a god complex. Like they think that they're, even though there's like almost like no legitimate training in an area of study that most people do not believe in at all, they still think like, well, I know exactly what to do. Yeah. All you yeah. have to do is be assertive, you know? Yeah, it's as simple as training a dog. Yeah. No, it's not. And training a dog is hard. So. And you yeah. can see dogs most of the time. <laughs> and they're alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, dogs are, whoo, they're a, a doozy. Yeah, so if, 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 you, if they even think it is as easy as training a dog, that's an oversight. Like, that's... And all he did was EVPs. He didn't catch any photographic evidence, any heat waves. It sounds like he didn't. He doesn't have the technology. Well, and also, why go to a paranormal investigator to help you? Because they can't well, you get know. it. They can't get it out. They can just be like, yep, seems yep. haunted. Like, yeah. The, Which, I'm, obviously, if fires are starting and you hear cackling. Yeah. Well, actually, I had a roommate that did both. Not... She didn't, like, actively set fires, but she would, like, <laughs> accidentally leave, like, uh, the oven on, like, oh for God. hours and hours, or she'd leave the stove on. Oh, God. Ah, yeah. unsafe. Yeah, very unsafe. Um, Did you exercise her from your apartment? Damn, we fucking tried. <laughs> oh, God. Sage her out. We tried. Man, tried to sage her out. It wouldn't have penetrated the weed smoke billowing from her fucking room. Oh, Shit. God. That's frustrating. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, campers. It is time to say goodbye. We will take this opportunity to say, please give us a like or a follow on Instagram. We are scary stories at Camp Row. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, and if you have a scary story of your own or if you know one that you really love that you want us to talk about, you can message us on Instagram or Facebook or email us at letters to camp at gmail.com. We are also selling merch, merch, merch at redbubble.com. Just type in scary stories from Camp Roanoke and we should pop up. And we have two different images and two different um, sort of sections of different kinds of merch, which are really awesome and More fantastic. Coming. Yes. And um, uh, uh, give us it, a, yeah. a rating and a review. Yeah. Five stars would be fantastic. So thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, I think that's all right. Yeah. Have a spooky night, y'all. Deal with restless dreams. Of haunted things. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Phantom Podcast Network on downrightcreepy.com. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud for more creepy shows. <laughs>